This podcast is about the athletes of the 70s and 80s, where we discuss athletics from the city of Toledo, Ohio. Check us out on Facebook, Athletes of the 70s and 80s. Red Division, Central Catholics, Devilbis, Macomber, Scott, Start, Woodward. Blue Division, Bowser, Libby, Rogers, St. Francis, St. John's, Wake, Cardinal Stritch, Toledo City League. This is the Toledo Athletes of the 70s and 80s podcast. Toledo DeVilbis High School football star, Charles Hillary. How are you, sir? Man, just to see somebody write on the page, hey, that was my uncle. That was my brother. That's right. Thank you so very much. You know, man, what that means to them, and I can't replace that. Toledo athletes of the 70s and 80s, welcome to the show. Toledo Rogers, track star and legend, Sherry Perry Isaac. How are you tonight? Wonderful Rams in the house. Former Ohio State defensive end, Toledo High School standout, all state defensive end, Dennis Houston. Good evening, man. Thanks for having me. Toledo Scott Bulldog, Toledo City League Hall of Famer, Felicia Hill. The city was full of girls that was involved. This podcast can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Radio Public, Google Podcast, and Anchor. This is Toledo Athletes of the 70s and 80s Podcast. Welcome to the show, Sharpshooter from Central High School, Jeff Seaman. How are you, sir? Good. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. This is yeah. cool. We are we are very glad that you're here. We're very glad that you took the time out to come by the show. It was great seeing you at the 70s and 80s cookout i know we had a chance to talk and finally or for the first time meet one another although i remember you from your name from back when you played in the city but uh great to have you here it, you know it's so fun at those parties you know i everybody's so friendly you know and you know we should have more of those <laughs> absolutely you know? Yeah, no, it's just, you know, everybody's so friendly and it's nice to, you know, meet up with people that I haven't seen in a long time. And uh, it's, it's a special thing. Indeed, indeed it is. Well, Jeff, let's just jump right into it. Uh, can you tell us, as we always do on this show, we want to know what side of town you grew up on. Okay, so um, we, I, until third grade, I lived in Maumee, I went to Maumee St. Joe's. And then uh, my family moved out to West Toledo. Um, my dad was uh, uh, teaching at the University of Toledo, so they need, he needed to be closer. Uh, and we moved to uh, the Close Park area. I went to Blessed Sacrament, uh, uh, third or fourth through eighth grade, and then we went to, or then I went to Central Catholic. Um, and I, I really enjoyed growing up in that part of town. I lived right next to Close Park. And I spent a lot of time down at the park playing. 
before I knew it, the games were coming to us and we had some uh, pretty good games there. There's a lot of stories that I can tell you, you know, probably have to go longer than you're a lot of time here. <laughs> and as, as time goes on, the stories get crazier and crazier, but some of them were pretty epic. So, but, uh, you know, we did have a lot of uh, good players, you know, play there and, uh, you know, it was fun. Um, after that, I, um, uh, I, I went to Furman university mm-hmm. and <clears throat> played a couple of years down there. It didn't work out for me as well as I thought. And I transferred back to UT and, uh, played and, you know, I had a chance to play and, you know, uh, senior year, we had a very good year and, uh, it was a lot of fun for me. So basketball has been great. Um, you know, I played basketball until COVID. Um, mm-hmm. I was the athletic director at my church and we would play three days a week. So, okay. you know, you asked earlier about playing and I, I did. And, you know, I did uh, dunk a uh, tennis ball when I was 60. So, you know, I, I still like to stay in shape and I do a lot of other things now. Actually, in the background, my you'll see uh, I'm at my facility. I train athletes now. So, awesome. you know, we love, we love doing it. It's a franchise. It's called athletic Republic, but we have a treadmill that goes 28 miles an hour up to a 40% incline. So we'll give you all you can handle. So, <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Let's, let, let's go back to the games in the park. Uh, can you tell us about uh, the competition that would come by that help you mold your game, your, your basketball game? Well, you know, I tell the story. Uh, I, um, as an eighth grader, I went to um i was playing down at the park and it was a half a block from my house right you know i'd cross the street and go down a half a block and i'd be at the court and one of my um central cat who was a later a central catholic teammate bob martin was a year ahead of me and he you know we're shooting around on uh in my eighth grade year it was in the spring and i remember bob saying you know jeff if you want to be good at basketball you got to practice like three hours a day and i said okay i will and I did, and I practiced a lot, you know, and, you know, in eighth grade, I was okay. You know, I, I was a starter and, you know, I, I don't know, prob- probably averaged 10 points a game for our CYO team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I played a lot. And then, you know, we would play there and Bob would take me to games. Uh, West Philly, they played games at um, R3. Um, I remember playing with Mr. Whitmer, um, start. Defiance College guys, and then uh, sophomore year, the games came back to uh, Close Park, and we would play there, play against a lot of Whitmer guys, um, start guys. You know, they were the that was the neighborhood that I grew up in. But then, mm-hmm. you know, we got to know other guys from inner city guys, and you know, the thing that was cool was, you know, they knew who we were. You know, the guys from the inner city. And they were like brothers to us, you know, exactly. I mean, it was fun, you know, it was, you know, and I always, you know, here's another story that, you know, I always tell, um, I remember my mother-in-law, you know, I was talking with her and I said, I remember as a sophomore, you know, I used to play during the day at Close Park and then we'd come back and play the games at night. And I remember the one day it was rainy out and I said, I'm going over to the West Toledo Y to play. Mm-hmm. because I know the uh, Scott guys aren't giving up on a rainy day. And that was motivation for me, you know? Absolutely. So you had that invisible opponent in there, you know, they're out there playing, 
And, I, you know, I can't play against them right now, but I'm going to be practicing so I can get good, you know. So, you know, those guys pushed us, and it was a lot of fun. You know, you know, a lot of times, you know, you think about your opponents and you're mad against them or you get angry. But, you know, I, I gave these talks to uh, coaches, and I talked about think about how your opponent pushes you. It makes you a better person. You have to do more stuff to get better. So, yeah. That's right. That's right. Some of the, uh, at the time that you played with some of the best talent in the city for basketball, can you remember a game or a team that really gave you guys uh, a, a lot of work on the court? I still think about the game that we played against Scott my senior year. We were 12 and 0, and they were 12 and 1. We scrimmaged Scott five or six times that year, and we beat him every time. And uh, our, I would say we beat him. Um, and uh, we lost by three at their place in overtime. And that knocked us out of the Chancellor City Championship and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, we lost by three in overtime. I still think about it. I still have dreams about it. Um, you know, so that was – a tough game, but you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there were other games that we played very well. And, you know, that's, you know, that's one of the things that you learn as a, uh, as an athlete, you take the good with the bad, you do that's the right. best you can all the time, but you know, sometimes it's not going to fall your way, but you still, you know, be a man and do the things that you have to do. You know? Indeed. Was it, was it, was it ever a chance of you attending any other high school other than central was there a recruiting process or were you just no 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 i just i just went there you know i went um you know a bunch of kids in my class were going to central but central also happened to win the city um in basketball that year and i think they won in football and baseball as well as i recall so yes you know i i liked central you know central is good for me as a matter of fact um this past year we had our 50-year high school reunion and I did, I, I ran the thing myself, you know, I ran it because I like getting people together. You know, um, it was, you know, we had a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of spirit at our school. Uh, people were crazy. We had fun, you know, yeah. and it I wanted to relive some of that. And I wanted to share that with people, you know, I mean, you know, when I played in high school, <clears throat> we had a lot of people go to the games and you know, it was fun, you know, and then, you know, when I went to you or Toledo, you know, we, uh, you know, one of the big games that they always talk, always talk about is the when we beat Indiana. Yes. And the place was rocking, you know, I mean, I always tell the story that I'm on the bench during a timeout and a coach is giving us directions and we're shaking our heads. We couldn't hear what he said. He just went <laughs> out and played, you know, but. You know, it's just being part, it's being fun. It's fun being part of a, a, you know, a situation like that where you have everybody, you know, coming together, you know, they're rooting for you and you're trying to do your best for them. Uh, what a blast. Indeed. Indeed. I, I was going to go to that uh, next, that Indiana game, because if I remember correctly, Indiana had come off of a national championship year. So here, here's the deal. You know, we're playing. You know, Toledo, we're, it's the first game in what is now Savage Hall. It was called Centennial Hall at the time. Yes. And, um, you know, we, they had scheduled a game against Indiana. Uh, Toledo had played Indiana a couple of times prior, and they got 
beat pretty good because yeah. Indiana always had pretty good teams. But um, at the beginning of the 76-77 year, um, they were scheduled for the debut game there at Toledo. That's right. We were 24-point underdogs. Um, imagine, you know, uh, the national championship team coming to Toledo now. And they had lost one game in 68. They had lost one game in uh, two seasons. And the one game was because Scott May, um, he broke his arm and they lost, you know, their best player. So they're coming into town. Everybody's getting all pumped up. But, and I always tell the story. Um, and they had just beat, I think it was South Dakota, about, about 110 to 60. Mm-hmm. So they're coming in with some momentum. But I remember Coach Nichols having us in the locker room a couple days before. And he says, you know, if you guys put pressure on the point guard and you put pressure on Kent Benson, who is their mm-hmm. All-American, we think you can beat these guys, you know. And uh, I remember... Uh, walk into class the day of the game. One of my actually, actually one of my high school teammates. He says, "Hey Jeff, you guys are going to get clobbered tonight." <laughs> and I said, "You know, no, we're not. We're going to beat these guys." And I called it. And uh, you know, we get into the game, and like I said, the place was loud. It was mm-hmm. fun. Everybody's going nuts. Mm-hmm. There were three people, rows of people, three people deep. In that, um, you know, the walkway behind the baskets up yes. on the track level, the fire department won't let you do that anymore. But they they said they had 10,000 people in there. So, you know, we're in the game and we're, we're playing and, you know, we can play with these guys. Right. These guys aren't that good, you know, and it was a very physical game. I remember two things. One, I ran into a pick. I thought it was... I thought I ran into a a, a pillar, mm-hmm. you know, like a you know one of those Greek column things. I just cracked my back and everything. It was hilarious. <laughs> but then, you know, there was one time I was guarding my guy, and I I threw him out of bounds. It took, it was like a wrestling move, you know. I just took him by two arms and threw him out of bounds. They didn't call anything. They were letting you play. It uh-huh. was awesome. But you know, we ended up uh, winning the game. And, uh, you know, it was really cool. It was fun to see everybody excited. You know, I still have people coming up to me. They got their little coins from the Indiana game and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know. And, you know, it was fun. It was just fun being part of that. It's fun being in a situation where you have all that energy and, you know, let's go, let's go. You know, it's fun. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, you know, that's what I like. I like bringing people together for those kind of things, you know, getting everybody on the same page, you know. Generate that enthusiasm, generate that energy, you know? Indeed, indeed. Your transition from Furman to Toledo, what brought that about? Wasn't getting enough playing time. Well, you know, I I didn't see a future at um, Furman. You know, I still have, in fact, I just talked to one of my Furman buddies today. You know, I still have a lot of friends from there. You know, we stay in touch. Uh, That year, my junior or sophomore year, we made the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were, we were, ended up being ranked number 17 in the country. So it was a pretty good team. And I just didn't see me moving up. So, you know, I, uh, came back to Toledo and, 
you know, transferred back and, uh, you know, I worked my way up. It took me a while, but, you know, finally got my chance and made the most of it. So, absolutely. you know, the other thing that I, that I really liked about Toledo is the coaches, you know, coach Nichols, uh, was good. You know, he, he, um, he opened up a lot more after his time as a coach, you know, during, you know, applying for coach, he was, you know, professionally distant. Um, but you know, afterwards he opened up quite a bit and it was great. Um, and then I also really liked, uh, coach McDonald, who I still see, you know, he's, you know, in his upper eighties now. And I, Mm -hmm. I just saw him this past weekend, you know, go over and spend time, you know, with him and stuff. But the thing that I liked about uh, both those coaches and coach Conroy, who was there as well, um, player development was a big thing. Yes. You know, I mean, you know, I was a certain player in high school, but I was a much better player in college, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, not all schools do that. You know, a lot, you know, it, it was a big thing at Toledo at the time to, you know, work you, have you get better, have you try harder, but also show you how to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I say, you know, they were very good at, you know, teaching me how to play the game better. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was that was cool. Now, you were a pretty darn good high school basketball player. So going from 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 that player to the Toledo player, would you say that the just knowing where to be on the floor enhanced your abilities? Because you could always shoot. So tell us a little bit about how you became that better basketball player well okay good good question you know um uh you know like i said i i did a lot of playing with you know the guys at at close park but Mm -hmm. as i got older um some of my central buddies uh and toledo basketball players said jeff you're going with us and we would play games down at the catholic club okay and then we would play games down at friendly center and, you know, so I started playing with some of those guys. And then as I got into, well, actually before my senior year of college, I think we started playing with the University of Toledo basketball players, but the women's gym at Toledo. Yes. And I remember before uh, this was, yeah, before my freshman year of college, Butch uh, Gomez was playing. And he said, so you mean show up at eight o'clock tomorrow morning, you're working out with us. So I did. And it was uh Butch Colmeyer, Steve Mix, and myself training uh before they went away to the pros. Uh-huh. And so we would play, we'd show up at eight, we'd leave at eight um eleven thirty in the morning. So we're there for, you know, a good three and a half hours, and then we come back and play at night. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean that's that is the kind of stuff that makes you go from being a decent high school player to a competitive collegiate athlete. That's right. You know, you gotta, you gotta up your game, but you know, part of it is you gotta want to do it. Um, you know, I, I talked with, uh, uh, a central, um, he wasn't a teammate, but he was ahead of me, Steve Shea. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, you gotta, you know, if you want to play in college, you gotta think about it a lot. You know, and that's the difference. You know, a lot of people, you know, they, they're they're cool, they're recreational, but they don't think about it a lot. And that's the kind of thing that you have to do if you want to get better. You know, you got to think about, wait, 
okay, on this on this guy, you know, I can take him this way. Or, you know, you have to, it's got to be in your head a little bit. Great point. That's what great makes point. it a little bit fun, you know? Yeah, great point. Let's talk about after Toledo. You said that you now train athletes. Is that something you started doing right after college? Or well, did here, that come here, yeah, here's here's uh, after um, after college, I went to get my master's degree at the University of Arizona, and I was going to study sports psychology. And there was a guy out there who was one of the best in the country, and so I I got my uh, master's in a year. And I came back and I was, I applied for and got the head basketball coaching position at Northview High School. So um, I coached there for five years and um, I took on a teaching job. So I, uh, I, during that time, one of my Furman teammates, Craig Lynch, who was from Toledo and went yes. down there, um, he said, Jeff, come on. I want you, let's go play in England. And it's, oh man, you know, at that time I had just been away a year uh, from my now wife, who was my girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, I don't want to go again. I'm coaching, you know. I said, why don't you ask Bob Martin? So Bob Martin, like I mentioned earlier, has went over there and has been over there ever since oh wow so you know i had a chance to to go over overseas to play you know our our coaches kind of at the time they said you know if you go over there you're kind of putting off what you could be doing now here so i had like i say i had a coaching opportunity i did that and i did that for five years um that was fun i Mm -hmm. you know i met a lot of great people and stuff but i got out of coaching um, and I did a lot of things in the, the Sylvania community. Um, okay. You know, I uh, taught. I was in charge of a wellness program for the school. I was the athletic director at my church at the time. And um, I also started doing this business where I train athletes, which I've been doing now for the last 28, 23 years. And uh, it kind of, you know, I, I have that uh, urge to help people, to help them get better to show them some things that, you know, you didn't know you could do. You know, I tell people, these glasses look into the future, you know, <laughs> and I can see things that other people can't. And, you know, and I show them how, you know, we got we got some cool stuff in our facility here, like I said, with the treadmills and all these other things. Mm-hmm. But uh, I get the biggest kick out of seeing people say, holy cow, I can do this. I didn't know I could do this, right. you know, I mean, that's, that, that's a blast, you know? Yeah. So, and that's something that I really enjoy. So sure thing. Sure cool. thing. What, what kind of athletes do you guys train? It's all kinds or just all kinds. Yeah. We get, you know, I'm looking at my list for tomorrow. We got you know, about 30 kids coming in there, all shapes and sizes, you know, we got, you know, and that's another thing that I like about this thing is that you get kids from all different ages and different sports but when they train, each kid has an individual program. We have it set up so that, you know, in fact, that's what I was doing before I got on here, trying to organize for tomorrow, because um, it goes by real fast. Uh, but everybody does their own thing. And all they know is Jeff's kicking their butt, you know, <laughs> and, you know, they're, you know, you know, we have fun. I, I tell all my corny dad jokes. By the way, where do you store your dad jokes? Where do you store your dad? Yeah, where do you store them? I don't know. In a database. (laughs) You know, I mean, we, I mean, we have all kinds of, you know, 
I, I let everybody be loose and fun, but they know I'm going to kick their butt, you know, and that's the idea, you know, have fun, be loose, but work hard. Certain, so, certain age ranges that you train? We, yeah, about 10, you know, we got 10 year olds all the way up to 85 year olds. You oh. know, I've had 85 year old people on here. So, you know, there's hope for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> What's some of the, as far as training goes, you've been doing it for 28 years. You said 23, 23, 23 years. Yeah. And from when you started until now, what some of the differences in how you train and what you do when you train these particular athletes? Well, um, you know, this program has always been a little bit ahead of the curve when it comes to um, technical stuff. You know, we have, uh, a program in which, you know, we test people and not only do we test to see how strong you are, but how powerful you are. In other words, you know, if somebody's lifting 200 pounds and he's lifting it up and another guy's bamming it, you know that that second person's got a bit more power. Mm -hmm. So those are the kind of things that we develop that I don't think a lot of other people do. You know, when they've done studies that examine our program to other programs as far as just developing your strength we get you there quicker and we get you there a lot farther along okay so you know we help people to become faster you know like i say we are what's called a sport performance facility so you know we help kids to be able to do things you know uh when uh, um gracie van sluten was in here as a uh eighth grader she increased her vertical jump five inches you know and you know a couple months time so those are kind of things that help you you know help you a lot you know and you know with that and this is something that i, I consider important too is you start to you start to think a little bit different about yourself yes you know you start to, hey i have some i can do some stuff you know i don't have to be taking a back seat to these people you know, I'm going to be at the front of the pack now instead of at the back of the pack. And, you know, with that comes a bit of confidence that you can take with you the rest of your life. And as we get into adulthood, you feel, oh, no, I know if I work hard, you know, I'm going to be able to do some things. That's right. You know, that's that's pretty important to me, you know. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. For for a guy that's 56, what should that guy be doing on a daily basis? Not necessarily from a performance standpoint, but just being active. What do you suggest? Well, you know, that, that's an individual thing. Okay, so here's one for you. So the one year um, after I retired, I um, I was asked to sub at the high school. Okay. And uh, they needed a PE teacher. And so for the kids final, I sat down with each individual kid. I said, okay, what do you want me to test you on? Or what do you want to do to get a grade? And I challenged each kid to, uh, to do something where they had to train or, you know, to get the grade, you had to train 10 hours, signed off by mom. You had to, um, uh, take a picture of you training, you know, and they had to give it to me on your phone. And then you also had to perform that activity in front of the class. So for one of the girls, she was a, a basketball player. I said, I want you to do, uh, you have to make five out of 10 threes if you're mm -hmm. going to get an A. So it's not easy. You know, we knew it had to be something that was not easy. 
Um, the uh, some of the baseball players had I had to throw them grounders, and they had to get it to first base ten out of ten times. Um, the the shy, quiet little girl, she had to learn how to juggle, and you had to do this in front of the class, you know, with somebody looking at you. We had a crazy wrestling guy. He walked the length of the gym floor on his hands and back, there and back. You know, so it wasn't something that was easy, but it was a challenge. And so in answer to your question, what does a 56-year-old guy do to stay in shape? Number one, you got to find something that you want to do. Oh, gotcha. You know, um, it has to be something that you train for. You know, talking about that, uh, I'm seven miles from home and I'm riding the bike home tonight. Wow. Yeah. You know, so that's, you know, something to keep you going. You know, one of the things that, you know, uh, I haven't played basketball in a while, but I love hiking and Mm -hmm. I do all these crazy hikes where, you know, uh, my wife and I hike out at Oak openings all the time and we go out West and all this kind of stuff. I'm like a kid in a toy shop, (laughs) you know, I mean, in, in answer to your question, you got to find something that you'll like to do and not just do it because everybody else is doing it, do it because you want to do it. Right. You know, and then from there, you'll find ways to stay in shape. I don't think people talk about the fun factor enough. You know, I mean, I played basketball because it was fun. I like beating up on people. You know, (laughs) I mean, that was that was fun. You know, it's fun being competitive. But, you know, when I was a teacher, you know, my students will will remember me as somebody. Hey, his class was fun. It's fun. We had fun in there. You know, so, you know, for. People that want to stay in shape, find something that you like to do and then, you know, do it, you know, go out and do it because you'll be more likely to do it that way. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for that. That's for the 50 year olds. (laughs) Well, you know, um, you know, I love walking with my uh, hiking with my wife because it's something that we both can do, you know. And, uh, you know, she she was a rockhead out at the university when I was playing. So she likes to do dancing things and I like to do basketball things. But that's something that we can do together. Exactly. So, yeah. So, you know, something that gets you out there, you know, like I say, I, I, you know, it's for me, it's very important to stay in shape. But, you know, it's also fun. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Well, Jeff, you have opened our eyes up to some things we didn't know about Jeff Seaman. And we're really, really glad that you came by the show. Well, you, you guys, you guys are so much fun. You know, I, I, you know, I got a lot of people that I, I, I want to bring to those parties, you oh, know, yeah. and you guys have always been very friendly, um, you know, and, you know, I just wish people would be more friendly like that all over the place, exactly. you know, open and fun, crazy. Um, you know, that's, you know, it's a way to do it. You know? Exactly. Exactly. I remember talking to you. You said, Hey, I got to go, but I'm coming back. I said, well, come on back, man. We'll be oh, here. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did. And you came back <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Toledo yeah. athletes of the seventies and eighties, central Catholic sharpshooter, university of Toledo, Jeff Seaman. Thank you for coming by. Thanks for having me. You guys are awesome. <laughs> This podcast is about the athletes of the 70s and 80s, where we discuss athletics from the city of Toledo, Ohio. Check us out on Facebook, Athletes of the 70s and 80s.
This is the Toledo Athletes of the 70s and 80s podcast.